Welcome to the next episode of the Hondo Handy Podcast, brought to you by Atlantic Physical Therapy. They're here to help you with your recovery while providing you with a safe environment. They keep the care and health care. Located in Maryland and Ocean Pines, West Ocean City, Berlin and Salisbury, and in Delaware in Salvaville, Ocean View, Millsboro, and Laurel. Call 410-208-3630 or find them on the web at AtlanticPTRehab.com. My guest today is Jillian Petito. How are you doing today, Jillian? I am good. How are you doing, Mr. Honda? I'm doing very well. Glad to have you on. I'm happy to be here. Thanks for having me. Well, thank you. Uh, Jillian, let me tell my listeners a little bit about you before we get started. All right. Sounds good. <laughs> Jillian is a proud graduate from Stephen Decatur High School at Mount St. Mary's University. While in high school, she was a team captain for basketball, soccer, and lacrosse. For lacrosse, she helped her team win the regional championship in each of her final two seasons and the Bayside Championship in her senior year. She was named the Daily Times Defensive Player of the Year in her junior and senior seasons. She was a U.S. Lacrosse 2015 First Team All-American and a 2014 Oliver mentioned All-American. She was selected to the first team All-Conference in her junior and senior seasons. She was named second team All-Conference in her sophomore year. She earned the Wendy's Heisman Scholar Athlete winner in the state of Maryland. She was also named the WBOC Scholar Athlete of the Year, and she was also All-Conference in both soccer and basketball. During her senior year at Mount St. Mary's, her team won the regular season championship in the Northeast Conference and went on, went undefeated in the regular season in conference play and finished in second place during playoffs. She received first team all Northeast Conference and all tournament teams. She received first in the NCAA stat categories for save percentage and goals against average. The Myron ended the season with the overall 16 and 3 record. Jillian, you have an impressive bio. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks. Yeah, it's been a really great journey for sure. Well, of course, I could have went on and on, but uh, it was time to stop. Yeah, it's all right. <laughs> <laughs> you had so many accolades. Jillian, um, tell my listeners a little bit about your upbringing, maybe where you grew up, and if you uh, played any sports before high school. Yeah, so I was born and raised in Berlin, Maryland. I live in I've lived in Ocean Pines in the same house my entire life. Born oh. in Salisbury, so yeah, ne- never moved, same house. So, hey. <laughs> but yeah, um, I grew up uh, going to the rec department. My mom, she worked there with Mr. Hondo, the best yes. rec department ever. Great team, <laughs> we had a great team. Great team. So. I went there my whole life growing up, basically tried every sport you could probably think of, every activity. I did ballet, like I did painting, arts, I did softball, soccer, basketball, lacrosse. I, I tried it all, basically, and my parents were very encouraging. They wanted me to do everything I could, you know, stay active, stay busy. So it was really great growing up there. I went to shallow elementary school and then went all the way up through the public school Worcester County system and graduated from Stephen Decatur High School in 2015 and I've really 
loved where I grew up. It was a great place. I'm really blessed and really thankful for the people and the community and just living where I lived, right by the beach. It was great. What can I say? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I forgot you played softball. Yes, wow. I played until like sixth grade, I think. Okay. But yeah, yeah, you know, I tried it out. But at some point, you can only do so much. So I had to slowly start to pick what I liked the best and what I kind of wanted to continue to focus on. Right. So I had to make some tough decisions, that's for sure. Well, when you, um, I guess, playing soccer and lacrosse, uh, you got an opportunity to play during, during the summer some travel teams. Yes, yeah. So I played both travel soccer and travel lacrosse. Um, I played, so in soccer, I played for Ace Soccer Club, and I also played for uh, the Fruitland Soccer Club. Okay. I did both of those. And then in lacrosse, it was really cool because we kind of made our own travel lacrosse team with the girls in the area. It was called Seabay Lacrosse. And so Malcolm Van Kirk, Fred Yesko, they put it together and gave us girls on the Eastern Shore a little opportunity to play without having to travel across the bridge all the time. Right. So it was, and it was awesome because we were all best friends. So it was almost like going to practice wasn't going to practice. It was like hanging out with your friends. So. Well, and, and that was lacrosse, right? Yes, in lacrosse. Um, did you always play in the, in the goalie position in lacrosse? So, no, I actually started as a field player. I I played wherever they put me, basically. Okay. And one of these games, one of the girls on our team, uh, my friend, she wasn't there for the game. She was our goalie. And so my dad, who he's a huge sports guy, he... Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Coach Petito. If you know know John Petito, you know (laughs) he's all about it so but so he says he's like oh the goalie's not here Jillian can play goalie like literally basically says she's gonna do it without even asking me I was like I don't want to do like I was so petrified of getting hit with the ball I had to wear all those pads it was the last thing I wanted to do so I I don't remember the game particularly but I guess I must not have been terrible (laughs) because after that game they just kept saying all right Jillian you're gonna go in the goal and I'm like I don't want to go in the goal (laughs) so I would make the other girls on the team go in the goal for half the game like my deal was all right I'll play goalie first half but someone else has to do it second half (laughs) and no one on the team really liked that very much but I eventually I stuck it out and um, so I started playing in like fifth or sixth grade, and then I'd say in about seventh or eighth grade, I transitioned to being full-time goalie. And yeah, I mean, it all worked out. Everything definitely happens Good. for a reason. So in a way, I got to thank my dad for making me get in there, <laughs> <laughs> I guess. Well, but, let, me, let me ask you about this. What was your mother saying? Honestly, my mom, well, she gets petrified whenever I'm in the goal like so scared (laughs) she had well she has this sticker on her car which I am embarrassed by of course but it says says goalie mom hardest position on the field (laughs) (laughs) I'm like oh my gosh mom but 
I don't, I wouldn't say she was against it at first, but I wouldn't say she was excited about it. Right. So, well, you know, um, but it worked out. Well, when you were at Steve Decatur, as we mentioned, you played three different sports. Uh, your basketball team was really good. What, what position did you play? Yeah, so I played point guard in basketball, and I, basketball, I'm not going to lie, like, I, I loved all my sports in high school, but playing basketball was definitely my favorite. It was, our team was just like a smaller team, close-knit group of girls. We all had a great time together. We would have fun at practice. Our coach, Amy Fenzel-Margot, she's right. the best lady ever. She yes. she would push us so hard, but at the same time, she would teach us like great life lessons and great basketball skills and just everything on and off the court, it was off. Like it was really good. Like she would give us binders and we would have plays and we would watch film. Like it was legit. And it was like my first kind of peek into what college sports were kind of like. Right. And I'm definitely appreciative for her for that a hundred percent. And even the girls on my team, like we would push each other and we had so much fun and just, we the fact that we kind of got better every year just made it even more special. But that's big, big memories that I cherish for sure. Playing basketball. Yes, your team did get better and better, and they advanced further and further each year in the playoffs. So it was a good time for you guys, but it's yeah. also a good time for the fans of in the area. Yeah, it was going. That was another reason that I loved basketball was just the atmosphere in that arena was always amazing like everyone would be into the games chanting cheering they would make posters signs fat heads even like <laughs> it was so funny and everyone would rally behind not just the girls team but the boys team too like it was really cool that it wasn't kind of like divided like the whole everyone wanted everyone to do well and it was the most fun time ever for sure and especially I think it's funny because most of us girls who played, we wouldn't consider ourselves basketball players besides like Diana, Amaya, Marina, like they played basketball. The rest of us, we were more like lacrosse players trying to play basketball. So yeah, you, good, you guys were all good athletes. That's what it was. Yeah. But it was cool how we all kind of meshed and had just an amazing time playing together. It was really fun. And I'm going to remember that forever. Well, you, you mentioned that you played soccer, which I thought was your best sport, um, especially when you, <laughs> yeah. you had great passing abilities. <laughs> yeah, my dad would probably agree with you there. He Well, he played oh, yeah. soccer at Delaware, so he always wanted me to play soccer my whole life and in college and all that kind of stuff. So, but yeah, um, that was soccer was the first sport that I started playing. And so it was always kind of just more of my niche, I guess, because that's what I started doing first. And so as I grew up and started expanding my horizons towards other things, you know, I kind of I leaned towards other things, wanted to try it all out. But I mean, soccer was another one that, you know, I just had the best experience and that goes <sighs> because of the girls on my team, because of my coaches, like they're what really made the experience worthwhile. And who are your coaches in soccer? Did you have the same one each year? So Misty Bunting was the coach my 
freshman, sophomore, junior year. Okay. And then we had Coach Burke was the coach our senior year. Okay. So we had a transition of coaches, but, you know, it all worked out. And we had we made the best of what we could with everything, and we had the best time. And all of us girls, we would kind of just be there for each other and, you know, playing a sport where – you have to run all the time, and I hate running. I'm not a runner. <laughs> you know, it would get tough, but <laughs> but it was it was a great great experience for sure. Like, I mean, everything. I just had a great time. I can't say enough about. I feel like I've said that already like 15 times. <laughs> well, you know, you had a great you had a great uh, high school career, and uh, you know, you already mentioned that you played lacrosse, especially during the summer on the travel team. But you played for the mm-hmm. team also, the high school team. Who would you coach yeah. uh, uh, for lacrosse? So, um, basically, it was my freshman, sophomore, junior year, and my senior. So, every year, yeah, we had Coach Musitano. So, he was our head coach. Okay. And then Coach Flutie, she was, a, um, she was a teacher at the school, and she helped out, too, as the assistant. And then... Another coach who would help me out, Coach Steve, he would come to practices and would help. He would be like my goalie coach. So definitely attribute part of my success for him helping me out. He was a huge help. So Great. Yeah. Uh, after high school, you decided to attend uh, Mount St. Mary's University, as you mentioned earlier. <clears throat> was the Mount your first choice, or were there other colleges interested in your talents, or were you just interested in or, uh, considering other schools? Yeah, so when I was picking for college, I kind of thought to myself I wanted to go to a smaller school just because I liked the aspect of having a community, and I had that my whole life growing up. And so I was really looking for a school that had that same sort of feel. Okay. So when I was decide, I was between two different teams that were in the same conference. So I was, I was between Mount St. Mary's and Bryant University. And so it was tough because they were in the same conference, kind of same level, but the Mount just, I just had a great feeling when I was there. The girls were great. Coaches were great. And it really just gave me that sense of community that I loved. And I don't regret the decision at all. I had the best time there and I'm super happy that I made that decision. Oh, good. Um, Your team was in the uh, Northeast Conference, correct? What what were some of the other schools? I think you mentioned Bryant, but what were some of the other uh, schools? Mm-hmm. So there were Bryant, Wagner, LIU, which is Long Island University. Okay. We had um, Robert Morris. Okay. There was there were mainly like smaller uh, D one schools, some Catholic schools like Sacred Heart. Um, a girl Blair Yesco who. She grew up going ocean, going living in Ocean City, and we grew up playing lacrosse together our whole lives. She went there, so that was always a fun time when we got to play each other for sure. Um, and there were other girls, uh, local girls at the Mount that played there. Yes. So, also who came to the Mount, um, who played with me on the team, we had Maggie Allison. So she transferred to the Mount her sophomore year. And then Emily Davis came to, she went to Parkside. Maggie went to Indian River. Right. And 
So Emily transferred during freshman year. She came in. So it was really cool to have the two girls from kind of the local Eastern Shore area. And we also played club together. So Mm -hmm. we already kind of had that chemistry, that mesh going into it. And yeah, it was really nice to have some warm, familiar, welcoming faces join me and kind of us take on the whole team together and continue to grow. And it was really awesome. And you got to play um, Van Kirk's team too? Yes. So we got to play Peyton, Peyton Peyton Van Kirk. We played her, I think every year we played them. She went to UMBC. So they, I want to say they beat us every year except my senior year we beat them. Wow, that was good. Yeah. She was very upset. (laughs) (laughs) But it was... (laughs) Uh, no, it was all in good fun. Right, right. Um, I also did. I got to play Allie Beck at St. Joe's. Oh yeah, Allie, yes. Yeah, so I got to play Allie Beck, who's another girl who. So Peyton and Allie both. We all grew up together with us playing lacrosse and, and soccer and basketball. basketball. <laughs> yeah, we played everything together. <laughs> so it was really cool to kind of transition into that college atmosphere, but still, instead of being on the same team of your friends, getting to play against them. Like, that was a weird transition, but it was fun. I don't want to say it was funny, but it was kind of funny because it's like, oh, my gosh, like, with Peyton and Allie, I know where they shoot every time because I practice right, with right. them <laughs> every single day at practice. So, I mean, I'm not going to lie to you. I think they both scored on me at one point when we were playing. <laughs> but <laughs> but well, if they ever asked that, like you. Yeah, if, if they ask, I let them score. We'll just say that. Uh, <laughs> no, what, just kidding. What was the biggest adjustment for you um, uh, from high school to college, you know, playing lacrosse and going to school? Yeah, in lacrosse, I would say just the level of play is a lot different. It's a lot faster. The girls are a lot quicker. Every, like, every single person on the team is their best player from high right, school. Like, right, right. So everyone's good. No one really is bad. Like every single person is good. And just adjusting to that kind of a level and atmosphere definitely took a while. And in school wise, I mean, it's weird because you actually have less school when you go to college. Your classes are shorter than high school. You're not in school for eight hours a day. But it's more about your personal time management and the time that you put in outside of the classroom. So just adjusting to that scheduling aspect of, okay, I have to make sure I'm doing my homework from this time to this time after practice every day and just really staying on top of it's a huge adjustment for sure. But it takes time, time, so, With time, it all comes, I guess. <laughs> so how would you describe your freshman year uh, playing lacrosse? Definitely adjustment is probably the best word that I could put on it. Um, I mean, I was going in freshman year. We already had a senior goalie on the team ahead of me. So I don't want to say I wasn't expecting to play. That w- That isn't the mindset that I should have. Right. But in a way, you're already kind of discouraged going into right. it. But so I kind of, I don't want to say I let my guard down, but just adjusting to everything, it was a big, like I said, adjustment. So freshman year, I learned a lot. I grew up a lot. And I would say it, it's a necessary thing 
to kind of learn from your mistakes and then you come out even better on top afterwards. So I don't think anyone's perfect. There's no way you're going to always be perfect and you're only going to learn through failure. And to me, I was so used to always playing, always being the best. And when I went to college, I wasn't. And so kind of learning that aspect helps you grow up a lot. And so I think even though I, I think I played in a few games my freshman year, but it made me a better player and a better person to learn from the older girls on my team, to learn and practice, to learn from my coaches. It's not like I didn't do anything that year. Like this, it's not always, people always look at the stats of things and it's not always about the stats. The best player on your team doesn't have the best stats most of the time because they're doing all the behind the work things or behind the scene things. Sorry. But so freshman year was definitely an adjustment, but you know, I kept learning and getting better and coming sophomore year, just kept moving forward for sure. Yeah. uh, A lot of freshmen going into, you know, athletics, um, you, you're correct. You're going up against the best athletes from their school, from each school. Uh, although you really want to play, it's, it's, it's a transition for you. You're, you're correct about that. But yeah. you did make and your first people... college debut against George Washington and stopped four shots in, in the win. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, you stopped yeah, four you shots know. against uh, St. Bonaventure. Um, yeah, so... It's yeah, it's it's all about the process, really. Right. It's like they say, trust the process. Yes, exactly, <laughs> trust the process. So you made the your sophomore year. You you made an adjustment, I'm sure, and uh, uh, that year must have been easier uh, school wise and uh, uh, athletic wise. Yeah, definitely. Just after making that adjustment freshman year and kind of getting more into the swing of things. Uh, I I was almost forced to step up going into the goalie position because there's only one goalie. There's not another person that can kind of like help guide you and help you grow, but like you have to step up into that position and take charge. And for me, that took a little bit. I'd say it took basically my whole sophomore year for me to learn to do that because I never want to be the bad guy in the situations, and sometimes <laughs> you got to learn to give people tough love, which I, I'm not very good at, but I definitely learned the more games I played and the more practices. I had great mentors of my coaches, my teammates, so my parents, all the other parents on the team, like everyone's really rallying behind you, which is a great feeling and it's really encouraging. So that definitely helped me step up to the plate, I would say. So so did you have the same coaches for all four years? So I had the same head coach, oh, okay. Lauren Schwarzman. So when I actually committed to the Mount, um, the coach was BJ Johnson. And so during my senior year of high school, Lauren Schwarzman then became the head coach. And oh. for those people who know Lauren Schwarzman, She's a tough cookie. <laughs> she's 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 a legit lacrosse player. Like she has so many accolades. She's a great player, great coach. Like she knows what she's talking about. So in a way, I was I was like very sad that the coach that recruited me left, but at the same time, I got an awesome coach. 
And so uh, we call her Lo. So Lo, she was really great. She helped. She really helped me grow up throughout my four years. That's for sure. So she she taught me a lot about leadership and really just being the best you can be, working hard. And yeah, she she was there all four years. And then I had a few different goalie coaches throughout my time. I had coach uh, coach Jason. I had coach LB. And then I had uh, my last coach, uh, Coach Sammy. So Sammy actually went to Bryant, and then she became she was a year older than me, and she became our coach my senior year for the goalies. Oh. So it was really cool to kind of play against her, but then she became my coach oh, afterwards. Oh, wow, so that's right. It was, that was always really funny. But, um, but, yeah, I was really, really – I had the best goalie coaches, the best coach, coaching staffs. Like, they – Really, they helped me grow and kept me determined. So, very thankful for them. Good. I'm glad you took it all in. Well, during yeah. your sophomore year, you did start to pick it up. You were named All Northeast Conference second team, and you started 15 games, and you led the uh, conference uh, in Goldies with a uh, .537 save percentage. So, uh, you were on your way. Uh, yep. Yep. You get better yes. every day. <laughs> uh, one of your biggest uh, achievements, I thought, during your junior year was uh, the fact that you were named Conference uh, Player of the Year. Um, but you also led the nation in save percentage again. Um, so, <clears throat> how did you? What? What? How would you describe your junior year? Junior year was awesome. We we really kind of came into the shoes that has been, I don't know if this is a good analogy, but like, it was like we were waiting to step up to the plate and we really took advantage of that. And if you look at our record every year, it's, we got better and better and better, which was so cool. And by our junior year, things were finally starting to mesh. Things were coming together. We were, we were more of a younger team. I would say we had, we had a bunch of seniors, but we also had a bunch of freshmen. Mm-hmm. So it was finding that right mixture to make everyone mesh together. And I think we worked really hard that year, and it goes to show in how our record turned out. Um, in the conference, we we lost in the semifinals, but we got to the conference tournament, which I hadn't done before. before. So that was a really cool experience, but yeah, it was, it was definitely a great year, but we knew that we kept climbing. We were going up that ladder and the best was yet to come. So it was, it was a good, every year was great. Was that the year that you beat Bryant? So we beat Bryant in normal play so like in not in the conference championships okay. we beat them and then of course we play them in the conference semifinal and we lose that was like them. your last regular so, season game or something somewhere in there yeah for junior year yep that was our last game so that was that was very sad we were we were definitely upset about that but but they were um, pretty good and you, know, you, and you beat them yeah beat oh them. yeah that was yeah that, they always say it's harder to beat a team the second time you right. play them so, well, I think you, you also know. had a um, another good year, and you led the conference in five different categories. Um, and um, 
I don't know if it was one or two times that you were named Defensive Player of the Week. So, uh, along with being uh, Defensive Player of the Year and leading the nation in percentage, uh, you had other accolades. So, you were doing really good. And then, um, it was, it was good. Uh, <clears throat> well, I know beating Bryant must have been good for your head coach. You said your head coach was for Bryant? No, so my goalie coach go, was go from Bryant. So, yes. My head coach, she played at Hopkins, okay, right. but my goalie coach, so she came during my senior, senior year. She okay. came. Yes. So, like, our junior year, we played them, like, she was on she the was team. She was on the team. So, oh, <laughs> yeah. So, it was a funny transition, but she's she was an awesome person, and she helped us really take it even further my senior year, which was really nice. All right, coming into your senior year, which I, I know you would say, um, boy, college went fast. This, oh, my gosh, This is yeah. it. This is your <laughs> senior crazy. year. <laughs> Time flies. Yeah. It's crazy. Yes. Um, you started 19 games for the Mountaineers during the senior season and made the uh, conference first team all-conference all and uh, were second in the, the conference in ground balls per, per game. Um but you still had a great senior senior uh, season, right? Yeah, that's our senior year was the best year, I would say. I think we finished off with the best record that we had during my four years at the Mount. We made it. We what were the regular season conference champions champions, which was an awesome accomplishment. And then, unfortunately, we lost in the finals, which stunk. But the fact that we made it there from seeing where we started to where we ended, it was just a whole full circle kind of moment. So it was, even though it didn't end exactly the way we wanted it to end, it ended on a great note that I would never change. It's, it's, we still worked so hard. We've had great accomplishments and, I really wouldn't change anything. I mean, of course, winning a ring would have been nice, right. but at the end of the day, at the end of the day, it's not about winning the ring. It's about just having a good time with your friends, becoming a better person, a better player, and just making those memories is what makes it worthwhile. And the Mount did that for you. Um, yes, a hundred percent. Jillian, what was your uh, a major uh, at the uh, at Mount St. Mary's? I was an accounting major, and then I minored in business and mathematics. Okay. And um, I know you did some internships in uh, Ocean City at Fall Castle. What what were your uh, responsibilities there during the summer? Yeah, so I interned with Fall Castle after my junior year of college, and it was great. Um, Chad Vent let me come on and join the team for a little yeah. bit, so I got to do... Some, I got to look at some tax returns, super exciting stuff. <laughs> um, I, I helped them. I would do some um, marketing posts that they would post online for like updates in the news world for their clients and stuff like that. Right. So I got, I got a good little bit of exposure, which really helped me kind of learn more about the real world right. life of accounting instead of just the textbook life. Well, I hate to tell you this, but um, <laughs> yes, Chad Vent was on my little league baseball team. Oh, 
No way. <laughs> uh, let's, let's just that's... move on to the next day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My, I remember when I started working there my, there, my dad said he coached him in soccer. At, I think he was his goalie or something. Yes, uh, he loved but... some soccer. Uh-huh. Yes. So, yeah, we, we could just move on from that, Mr. Hondo. <laughs> we don't. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, okay. Yeah. Now, um, in your senior season, uh, a year, I guess, um, you did a, a summer internship with um, audit uh, internship with RSM. Mm-hmm. Yes. So after I graduated, I did uh, after my senior year, I did a summer internship with RSM in Baltimore, okay. and had a great experience. Again, learning more real world stuff. Actually, going to client sites and just really learned a lot and it set me up for the job that I'm currently in now. I'm now a full-time um, audit associate. So very thankful for that. And, you know, it's just like sports. You learn something new every day. You keep getting better. So, yeah. so but after your senior year, uh, you actually went back as a grad assistant for the athletic Com- compliance and academics. Um, and you earned another degree or certificate. What was that in? Yes. So I got a graduate certificate in uh, forensic accounting fraud investigation. And so one of my professors from the Mount, he, Lawrence Hoffman, he put together this program and it looked like an awesome program. It was really interesting. It was kind of more of a career that I was more pointing towards. Like I thought it was a really good way to, expand my vocabulary and my resume while at the same time learning something cool and something I was interested in. So that was a great thing to do. And I needed some, I'm currently studying for my CPA to be a certified public accountant. So I, so for those who don't know, you have to get 150 credits in order to obtain your CPA, but most colleges, you only graduate with 120 credits. So I had to figure out some way. Luckily, I graduated with a little more than 120 because of my AP classes at Stephen Decatur. Yeah, the Seahawks. Yeah. <laughs> so go, go, go Decatur. Okay, Thank then. you. So, so I got a few extra credits from that. So I didn't have to take as many classes as most people have to take after they graduate, which was really nice. So this program really set me up and it got me into the exact credits that I needed. And it was the best of both worlds because while I was doing grad school, I was also working in the athletic compliance department with Justine Miller, who she's an awesome lady. She, she's such a hard worker. She's so nice. She was the easiest person to work with. And I got to work with the student athletes who I had known through being my friends, my, I guess you could call them not coworkers, but you know, something like that. But but I could relate to them and what they were going through and kind of help them with the advice of college. And it was, it, I was working quote unquote, but I didn't really feel like I was working. So well, it was really great. Well, it obviously it was something different uh, working with the compliance office. Uh, but what did you do there? Yeah. So we would basically, we had to make sure that the students were taking enough credits every semester to make sure that they were NCAA compliant and 
yeah, making sure they were eligible so that they could play in their sport. And we would basically check up on their grades, make sure their grades were okay. If they weren't, we would provide extra tutoring services. We would give them advice, kind of help plan out their days, plan out their weeks, plan out just their whole life pretty much to kind of help them succeed to the best possible that they could. And it was, it was definitely rewarding just helping other student athletes at the Mount kind of become the best self that they could. So I loved doing that last year. It was really well, it awesome. It seemed like a lot of work, but I'm, I'm glad you had the opportunity. <clears throat> yeah, it was, it was awesome. Tilly, and I like uh, one thing you had on your LinkedIn account, and I think it described you to a T, even though you might have written it yourself. It said <laughs> that you are a dedicated leader with excellent time management skills and teamwork abilities that de- developed through balancing of academics and athletics. And I, like I said, I think that it really describes you. Um, well, thank you, Mr. Hondo. I appreciate Jillian, that. Um, uh, as an athlete, what would you tell a kid about following their dreams? I would definitely say you just, when you're doing something that you know is right, you know. You know it. You know it in your heart. You feel it in your gut. It's not always what your parents want you to do, what your friends want you to do, what your coaches want you to do. It's what you want yourself to do. And no one knows what you want to do except right. for you. So if it doesn't feel right, try something new. If it isn't working out the way you want it to work out, but this is your dream, you got to work harder. You got to you gotta pedal to the metal. You got to keep going because you only know what you're capable of. And if you don't shine to your fullest capability, then you'll never really reach those dreams. So definitely would say don't stop, keep going, work hard, and everything's going to fall into place. Excellent. Um, <clears throat> Jillian, what role do you th- would you say good sportsmanship plays in, uh, in sports? Well, I'll start by saying I think sports, of course, it's about – the competitiveness, the having fun, but at the same time, it's about the relationships that you build with your teammates and with your coaches. And through having sportsmanship throughout sports, you really learn not only how to grow and become the best sports player you can be, but the best person that you can possibly be. And that's that's the big thing that I love about sports is that it directly correlates to real life and through having great sportsmanship it teaches you how to deal with those real life situations while being a good sport and that's what sport teaches you they teach you they teach you what sportsmanship is and of course you're going to have your moments when you get mad you get frustrated but by being a good sport you learn how to deal with that and how to grow from it and how to become better the next time you have problems like that and through practicing and perfecting your sportsmanship that directly correlates I think to the way that you play because no one wants to play with a player who doesn't have good sportsmanship and so the better relationship that you have with your team I think the better team that you're going to have in general so it's always important to have good sportsmanship I highly 
highly advocate that for sure. Well, that was a perfect uh, analogy of it. So thank you, Jillian. <clears throat> and on that note, yeah. I think we'll bring our, our podcast to an end. The Hondo Handy Podcast has been brought to you by Atlantic Physical Therapy. They put the uh, care and health care. They're here to help you with your recovery while providing a safe environment. They're located in Maryland and Ocean Pines, West Ocean City in Berlin and Salisbury. And in Delaware, in Salvador, Ocean View, Millsboro, and Laurel. Call 410-208-3630 or find them on the web at AtlanticPTRehab.com. My guest today has been Jillian Petita, Assurance Associate for RSM in Baltimore. Thank you, Jillian. Stay safe and keep smiling. Thank you so much, Mr. Hondo. I love that you're doing this and I appreciate it so much. And I'm so thankful for you. You've helped me grow up to be a great person and I just admire you so much and I'm so thankful for you. Well, thank you thank for you. the kind words, Jillian. I appreciate it. Thank you. Of course. I'll, I'll talk right. to you soon. Bye-bye. <laughs>